on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realists say goodbye to the lies, the fakes, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today, we have. Andy and DJ cruise the motherfucking internet. That's what we're going to do. We're going to cruise the internet. That's what CTI stands for, if you don't know. That means cruise the uh, internet. And uh, we came up with a concept of this show in the locker room after we both had, uh, you know, decided we want to talk more bullshit to all these people. So what we do here is we put up topics on the screen. We talk about them. We make fun of them. We talk about what's true, what may not be true. We speculate. We tell jokes. We offend people. And it's fucking amazing. But other times when you tune in, you're going to get a little bit different flavor. Uh, this is an entrepreneur-based show. So we have Q&AF. And Q&AF is where you get to ask your questions and I answer them live on the show. We answer three questions per show, occasionally four. We get a little extra in there. Uh, but you can submit those questions a couple different ways. The first way and the best way that we like is to... Guys, email those questions into askandy at andyforsella.com. And then the second way is, if you didn't know, we're now on YouTube. We, we are posting the full-length episodes on YouTube. You could drop the questions in the comments of the Q&A shows. Uh, so we'll pick some from there, too. Make sure you subscribe to that because we have some great YouTube-exclusive content moving forward. Um, other times you tune in, we have Real Talk. Real Talk is just 5 to 20 minutes of me giving you some life lesson real talk that I think needs to be said. And then other times we have full-length, and that's where we have a guest come on uh, and we have a conversation just like you see on most of the other podcasts. Uh, for all of this, you'll notice that I don't read ads and I don't take up your time talking about stuff that I don't use or that I take money to talk about. And instead, I like people to trust that I'm trying to uh, be as authentic as possible with nobody coming over my shoulder and pressuring me to say certain things. And I'm also sharing for free, you know, a few decades worth of pretty valuable entrepreneur advice on the Q&A episode regularly. So if you learn something, if you're entertained, if you change your perspective, we helped you out. All I ask, and it's very simple, is that you pay the fee. And the fee is me saying, hey, dude, give us a share. Give us a recommendation. Tell your buddies about us. That's what I'm talking about when I say pay the fee. So um, pay the fee. Yeah. That's how we operate. If we don't do good, don't pay the fee. Yeah, I mean, that's like, fair. If we do shitty and our show sucks, fucking tell us it sucked. That's cool with me too. Yeah. But the reality is, is uh, if we do good, I just appreciate some good back. That's it. So I think that's all the housekeeping we got, right? Yeah, that's housekeeping. All right. What's going on? Oh, not much. Just get my bougie Fiji water right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a 16 ounce one and I, I just kept refilling it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you want to look cool around the office? Just kept refilling you it, You got to keep that swag up. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Hey, man, use, gotta, reuse, recycle, bro. That's you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah. No, everything is good, though, man. Take it, it till you make it. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. No, everything is good, though, man. Um, a lot of stuff happening today. There's a lot. Is there? There's a lot of stuff happening I haven't today. been reading too much, man. Dude, there, there's a lot, and uh, there is a lot. So, so a lot, a lot. There's a lot. So it's not just a normal a lot. No, there, there, there's a lot, man. Okay. So I, I think let's get into this. All right, let's go. I'm cool with that. Let's get into a lot, a little. Yeah. Um, guys, remember, if you want to see any of these pictures, articles, links, videos, you can go to andyforsella.com and find them linked there. You can also uh, check it out down in the description below. And uh, with that being said, let's get into this. Headline number one. Headline number one reads, a video 
show security booting man with Jesus saves shirt from all of America. Now, this is a couple of weeks old, but there is an update to this that I thought was interesting to bring up. So I don't know if you got a chance to see this or not. Mm -mm. Um, but a man wearing a, quote, Jesus saves T-shirt uh, was ordered by security to remove the shirt or leave the Mall of America last week. And according to videos published on social media, some comments online have suggested that the man was eventually allowed to remain in the mall with the shirt on. But the Mall of America refused to provide any context or explanation when contacted by Alpha News. The video shows a man talking with a group of three security guards near the mall's rotunda. Uh, one of the videos was live streamed to Facebook on January 7th. Here is the video for everyone. So this is just literally just walking throughout the mall. You see the T-shirt on. He's not, you know, saying anything to anybody, passing out pamphlets or nothing. And mall security tried to stop him. Um, and on the back of his shirt, it says, Jesus is the only way. Um, now, here's, here's the thing. The mall's policy says that the mall policy uh, it pro prohibits, quote, inappropriate attire, including apparel that has, quote, obscene language, obscene gestures, or racial, religious, ethnic slurs. Uh, that are likely to create a disturbance. The mall also forbids, quote, picketing, demonstrating, soliciting, protesting, and petitioning. Um, but it's weird because uh, not long before that, the Mall of America hosted and promoted a drag show for all ages uh, last year in its iconic rotunda, the exact same place where they stopped the man for wearing the shirt Jesus saves. Um, here's a little flyer that went out for it. Now, here's the win. This is, this is the, uh, the update. Okay, this headline reads, Minnesotans descend on Mall of America with Jesus Saves shirts. Mall security as well as Bloomington police officers were on scene and asked a group of demonstrators several times to disperse. So a demonstration took place on Saturday um, at the Mall of America with participants wearing various Jesus shirts. The event was organized in response to that video that surfaced um, of Paul Shoro, who was asked to remove his Jesus shirt, save, uh, Jesus Saves t-shirt. Um, here is a video. They flooded the mall. Would have been nice to see a lot more than that. Yeah, so uh, they, it says, quote, they were about to kick me out because of my shirt because they said it was offensive. Then after one hour of argument, the other police came and said I, I could stay. He continued, today we are here to help people not to offend anyone, uh, but to tell people about the good news of the gospel. Um, yeah, they said it was around like 200 or so people throughout the whole entire mall. Um, little packs of like this walking out so they can, you know, skirt around the yeah, protesting. Fucking, dude, it should have been like 10,000 people. Agreed. <clears throat> Agreed. Thoughts, thoughts on this? I mean, what do you think, dude? Yeah, I mean, I think the irony of the, the having the, the kids drag show is, is absurd to me, right? So this is not offensive or obscure language or graphic or anything that violates their policies, but um, a man just simply walking through the mall with a t-shirt that says Jesus saves is, I think it just goes to show the, where we are in society, man, you know, and, and how important, I mean, this, 
We've said it multiple times, brother, and I still stand strong. This is a spiritual warfare. I agree. You know, and and, and when they're attacking the the fundamental values that a, the majority of people will hold, and this is not just Christian values. I'm just talking religious moral compasses. Okay, they're attack they, when when they're attacking that at a fundamental level, but then at the same time letting kids watch grown men with their penis hanging out of a fucking g string. No, in the shower at the YMCA. It, it's like. It's unreal. And I agree with you. It should, it should have been 15,000 people there, you know, but I, I think it, <clears throat> I was just happy to see that something that there was a response. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, <clears throat> it's frustrating, man. Um, I will say, you know, when I, I, when I'm watching this and I see CBS, I believe it was CBS. If I'm wrong. I apologize, but I believe it was CBS who tweeted under the guy from the Grammys performance for Sam that said they were yeah. ready to worship mm -hmm. when they knew for a fact that this guy was going out dressed in full satanic outfit. Horns. The on. whole show was satanic in nature. And I've never been a, a, I've always been a believer in God. I've always been someone who prays. I believe in all of those things. But I've not be, ever been someone to push people I, I don't talk about it with shame. I'm fucking proud to talk about it with anybody that asks. Sit down with you, have a conversation about what I think. No problem. But I'm starting to realize that I don't think that's enough mm. because I think we all have an obligation to talk about if we have those beliefs, uh, to push them out into the world a little bit because we're dealing with people who are literally making it offensive or criminal to wear a shirt that says Jesus saves in public, but we are celebrating a satanic festival on fucking television with however many millions of people watching. And I do agree with you, dude. I think this is a spiritual battle. I think it's fucking real. I think we're living through something that is spiritually relevant in, in, in the history of time. I, I, don't th I, I did a couple polls on my story over the course of the last three years and you know, I first asked the question, do you think there's a religious component to this? You know, people kind of laughed it off and brushed yeah. it off, which I'm fine with, bro. If I'm crazy, I'm fucking, we'll yeah. see, we'll see. Right. You know, and now when I've done the poll, it's like nine, in the 90 percentile, people realize that something's going on that's fucked up. And uh, I think it's important for us to not only not be ashamed of what we believe, but to also talk about it openly. I think it's important to represent that. I think it's important for us to live the best that we can on that path. That does not mean you're perfect. That does not mean that you are uh, a person with no skeletons in your closet or hasn't made mistakes in the past. You know, that's, that's a big problem with, with organized religion, man, is you have people that get so far into it, they become like zealots and then they want to condemn people when one of the whole fucking, you know, concepts uh, themes of organized religion, especially Jesus has been to forgive mm -hmm. and that you're loved regardless of the sins that you've committed. And so I think it's important for us to understand that just because you've done some things in the past doesn't mean that God hates you or God actually dude, like he's just waiting for you to like say, Hey man, I'm f sorry for doing that. And I want to be better. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think if more people realize that, they would come to that understanding. I think we could get a lot more done in the world because there's no shortage of negative, evil shit in the world right now. And 
you know, this, this goes into like some of the, this, some of the scary things they talk about in the Bible, like the religious persecution and like denying the, like, I could see this, I could see this getting to a point very quickly. And I'm talking not very quickly, like in terms of days or a month, but in a few years, I could see this to a point where there's a religious persecution to the point of where they kill people that believe in Jesus. Yeah. And what are you going to do then? Like, what are you going to do when a gun's at your fucking head and they say, you either fucking say that Jesus is bullshit or you say that you believe in Jesus? What are you going to do? I know what I'm going to do. Yeah. I know what I'm going to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could see us getting down that slope. And I think the best way that we could prevent that slope is to be more open about the things that we believe. And again, like, dude, I don't want to hear from you motherfuckers on Instagram talking about, you know, the things that I do wrong. I know that I'm not perfect. I fucking know it. You're not either. Okay, but I think the point is, is that we all try to do better and be better. And this ties in also to the theme that I talk about all the time, which is personal excellence being the ultimate rebellion. If we all raise our standards, do the best that we can, uh, have grace for each other, forgive each other, we remove ourselves from their system. You know, we talk a lot about the personal excellence aspect. You know, they want you unhealthy, so become healthy. They want you fat, so don't be fat. They want you uh, indoctrinated, so become, you know, aware and intelligent. They don't want you to know very much, so learn. They don't want you to have very much money, so go get some money. And but we what we don't talk about enough in all of that is uh the aspect of, you know, how I'm trying to think how I should say this, but how when we talk about Jesus and we talk about good things and we talk about, you know, what we truly believe in our hearts that spreads too. You know what I'm saying? So not only are we not a customer of theirs anymore because we've removed ourselves from all those things when I talk about personal excellence being ultimate rebellion, but now when we find another belief system and we actually go to Jesus the way that we're, I believe we're supposed to as Christians, okay, we also pull more of our of us off the table for them. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not morally compromised. There you go. Yeah, and so like we're not falling for their shit. Yep. And I think that's important. And I think it's important for you fucking perfect people out there that are you know you you've been on this path for a long time and you live a perfect life with no fucking bad shit in your closet ever. I know you know I know because I know you guys exist. You tell us all about it. <laughs> uh, I think it's important for you guys to realize that you're missing the point as well. Mm. Okay, if we all fucking forgave each other and we all had grace for each other, how would they turn each other? How would they turn us against each other? You can't. Yeah. And that that comes from Jesus, bro, which is a big reason why they hate it so much. Yeah. It's real, man. You know, this is why, like, dude, this is why I try to live that. Mm-hmm. I try to live that, bro. Like, you don't see me, like, I have lots of people do wrong shit to me. You don't see me fucking, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm trying to live a higher fucking path. And I think it's important that we all do that. Like, like, bro, one of the most important lessons is Jesus on the cross. It's, it's him saying, forgive them for they do, do not know what they do. Like, that's the point. Like, even when people are persecuting you, even when people are fucking attacking you, even when people are unjustly mean to you, bro, you still, like, if you're, if you're on Jesus's team, you still have to say, I understand that you don't understand. Mm-hmm. I don't hold it against you. Yeah. And that's a hard thing to do when people are fucking attacking you. Trust me, I fucking know. Yeah. But I think the point of, of the story of Jesus is more so about living the path than it is anything else. I, think it's, I, think, I don't think it's about like going to 
church and confession and all this organized shit. I think it's about trying to emulate the fucking life, the life, the best that you can. And because none of us are perfect, dude, we're all going to fucking struggle with it. That's the whole point. Yeah. That's powerful. bro. Yeah. I mean, I don't talk about it too much, you know, because for me, dude, like, I feel like, I feel like when you start jamming shit down people's throats, sometimes they, they put up walls, but like we do, we're at a fucking critical point at this point where, you know, we're, 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 we're harassing people that wear a Jesus shirt, but we're celebrating Satan on fucking national TV, dude. Like this country is not falling. It's fall in. Yeah. Mm. You know, <clears throat> I think it's important for us to all really think about what I said too. Like, what are you going to do when that gun's at your head? And they say, what do you believe? What are you going to fucking say, bro? I think it would be a good thing for all of us to uh, understand what we're going to say and then work right now to prevent that from ever happening. Yeah. Thanks. Well, guys, that was our first headline. Let's move right along to headline number two. These uh, former Twitter execs got lit up today. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Headline number two reads, Again? Uh, Elon Musk touts Twitter execs getting grilled by House GOP. The woke Stasi felt the heat today. Um, Twitter uh, owner Elon Musk. He tweeted it. that? He tweeted that. Oh, man. He called them fucking Stasis. Well, I don't know what that is. So that was the uh, German Democratic Police. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Twitter owner Elon Musk blasted former uh, executives of the social media giant online uh, after they testified in front of Congress on Wednesday, comparing them to the East German secret police. Uh, Republicans on the House Oversight Committee interviewed James Baker, uh, Vijaya God, or how do you pronounce that? Daddy? You're talking about tre tre treason traitor number one? Correct. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought I, that's how you pronounce her Vagina, name. Yeah, Vijaya, Vijaya Gaddy. There we go. I think that's it. American traitor number one. Yes. Uh, Yo Roth. Oh, and, number two. Number two. And yeah. then Annika Collier Navaroli. I guess she's in the, in the running as well. She's somewhere in there too. All former executives at Twitter. Uh, in a scathing series of exchanges. And we got them all here for you guys. Um, this was his tweet. With the fire emoji included. That was last night in the middle of the night. Middle of the night. Fucking like 2 o'clock in the morning. Why is he up at 2 a.m.? Bro, because he's a fucking robot. Yeah. Is that what it is? He's just I charging. Know, but you, wouldn't he be charging? Yes, he's charging. He's plugged in. <laughs> <laughs> fucking RoboCop, dude. But one of my favorite ex uh, exchanges uh, happened from Representative Higgins. And I don't know if you saw this, but uh -oh. this is, I mean, this, this is it right here. I love right, it. So let's, let's watch let's, this clip real now, quick. Now, hey. Don't tell us about it before you show okay, it. Okay, that's true, but I'm sure you got, I'm certain on this one. Okay. Let's make sure. <laughs> Here's a clip. Relationship with Twitter. FBI used its relationship with Twitter to suppress criminal evidence being revealed about Joe Biden one month before the 2020 elections. You, ladies and gentlemen, interfered with the United States of America 2020 presidential election, knowingly and willingly. That's the bad news. It's going to get worse because this is the investigation part. Later comes the arrest part. Yeah. Your attorneys are familiar with that. Mr. Chairman, I'd like to spend five hours with these ladies and gentlemen during depositions surely yet to come. But for right now, I'll yield the balance of my time to my colleague, Mr. George. Oh, yeah, that was good. I love this dude. That was good. The arrest, that comes later. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I love that. Well, no, yeah, also, what comes after the arrest, though? That's the best part. The sentencing. That's right. The carry out of the sentence. Yeah, exactly. You know what the punishment for treason is? It's not good. It ain't good. 
<laughs> Good. And dude, everybody was going. So you got a uh, Georgia Republican Majorie Taylor Green. She called out uh, Roth, the former head trust, uh, uh, head of trust and safety safety at Twitter for allowing child porn all over Twitter. Here's which her, he did. Which and he, he bragged about. Absolutely did. Here's here's their exchange for you. I'm so glad you've lost your jobs. Thank God Elon, Elon Musk bought Twitter. And you know what? Let's talk about something a little bit further. It's amazing to me, Mr. Roth, as the head and trust of safety at Twitter, your ability, or should I say inability, to remove child porn. Now, here's something that disgusts me about you. In your doctoral dissertation entitled Gay Data, you argued that minors should have access to Grindr, an adult male gay hookup app. Minors? Really? You know, Elon Musk took over Twitter and he banned 44,000 accounts that were promoting child porn. You permanently banned my Twitter account, but you allowed child, child porn all over Twitter. Twitter had become a platform, you said, connecting queer young adults. You also wrote on Twitter in 2010, can high school students ever meaningfully consent to sex with their teachers? In 2021, while you were the director of trust and safety on Twitter, an underage boy and his mother announced a lawsuit against Twitter because, because Twitter was benefiting from and refused to remove a lewd video featuring this boy and another minor. Dude, they were going in on him today. I mean, here's another one. You got Representative Donald's. Bro, listen. Byron Donald's awesome. He's awesome. By the way, fuck these people. Yeah. So continue. Yeah, yeah, this is this is just uh, we got I got one Bro, more. I just for had to you. throw that in there. Yeah, dude, there the, the, there was no no no. Like, dude, uh, you want to know why our country is totally fucked right now? It has a lot to do with these motherfuckers. A lot, a lot. Yeah. So so even Donald's, I can't wait till they move over to the fucking uh, other platform, motherfuckers. Yeah. That go along with these people. Oh, these it, people, dude. This is just the iceberg. Bro, I mean, this listen, is tip. These motherfuckers. Mark my words. Now I'll let you continue because I do like this dude a lot. Yeah. Uh. These people are going to start blowing the whistle on the people at the other platforms. They're going to have to. Yeah. And that's what Jim Jordan was actually alluding to. Really? Yeah. He started alluding to it in, in his speech. Um, it's Donald's. What does handle these mean? My understanding is that these tweets contained non-consensual nude photos of Hunter Biden, and they were removed by the company under- Hold on, real quick, Mr. Roth. How could you know so much about the content of these tweets? I mean, as far as I'm concerned, these are just web addresses. I don't know what's in these tweets. You have these things committed to memory that you know the content, but you don't know who you talk to. You talk to at the Biden team. I mean, he, 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 bro, it's nice to see these motherfuckers be called out, tearing them up. Like, bro, these people have lived in their little fucking bullshit bubble with their fake fucking lives, literally with unlimited power, and it's been unchecked for over a decade. And now they're getting fucking their feet held to the fire, bro. That yeah. this is this is how it works. Like, dude, you guys fucked us. These people fucked us, okay? They ruined our culture. For the last 10 years, they've been botting the left progressive narrative, the mm -hmm. far fucking progressive. I'm not talking about Democrats. I'm talking about the progressive crazy bullshit. They have propagated that shit intentionally, and then when people argued against it, they fucking deleted their accounts or turned off their traffic. Yeah. The reason society is fucked is because of these people and the people at the other platforms that are their peers. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, so what, what Donald's was referring to, there was an email that was sent to Yo Roth, uh, and it said it, it's, it had like five links 
right? And it said, handle this. Yeah, I saw that email. And then Yo Roth responded, I handled this. Yeah. Like, okay, well, what was this? How do yeah. you, so you, you, you know exactly what that was, but you don't know who it came from? Yeah. Interesting. Um, another big it thing. It came from the FBI. Yeah. Another, right? Yeah. Yeah. Another big thing that came out. Which, which, by the way, that implicates our federal government in violation of First Amendment rights right before, intentionally before an election. Mm -hmm. That's election interference. Yeah. I believe it's treason. Now, what we also have is a whole fucking 10 years of societal manipulation, which hasn't even truly been uncovered yet. Elon showed a little bit of it, yeah. but like, bro, we haven't seen it because it's not just on Twitter. It's everywhere. Everywhere. And so like, dude, all these things that you've been afraid to speak up against that you've known is wrong for the last 12 years, they've conditioned you to be afraid to even question it through the power of their social media. I talked about this many times. I talked about this back in 2000, uh, 2016 when, when the election was happening with Trump. I posted some pro-Trump shit on my Facebook feed, and within literally like five minutes, I had 10,000 comments. And like, dude, I had to take the post down because the comments wouldn't quit coming in. It, it they were coming in so fucking fast. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. And it scared me. I'm like, holy shit, dude. Am I literally on this fucking little island? And this is the, that, but that's the point. That's why they do it. And the reality and I was, it was I figured out later it was bot farm. Yep. Yeah, man. So, like, dude, you know, this is how they intimidate us in the silence to allow all this crazy shit to happen. Yeah. Yeah, Jim Jordan discovered another big, big thing uh, uh, during this hearing. Uh, this headline reads, former Twitter exec admits using disappearing message apps with government officials. Um, so, like, send a message and then it disappears after they read it and shit. Yeah. Uh, to cover up their tracks. And the thing that was interesting about this exchange is that between VJJ and Yoel, Jim, they're all of their little fucking, it's all falling apart and they don't even know how to fucking respond to it. Um, in this exchange, uh, it said, the article reads, it says, when asked if they had used disappearing message apps such as Signal, Snapchat, or Wicker to communicate with government officials, Baker answered, I don't recall. Gaddy replied, not to my recollection. Then Roth answered, yes. Well, at least- So they're he, even falling apart within the, yeah, like, he's well, not sticking with the story. They know the pressure that's coming. They no, know no, what's going to happen. Listen, this dude's, that dude's shit in his pants. 100%. Because he's been exposed. Like, look, dude, real talk. If you look at all his tweet history, which I have over the last decade, he, he, he's, I mean, to me, could be wrong. Maybe I'm speculating, but it surely appears that he is either a pedophile or severely sympathetic to pedophiles. Yeah. By the way that he talks about children in porn. Yeah. It's crazy. Now that's what his tweets make it make. That's I'm not saying that's he what, is. That's what you get from it. That's yeah. what I take from it. Now here's the crazy thing, you know. You, you try I, I to look at. I think that guy's shitting himself. I think one hundred percent. I think he realizes, holy fuck, my entire fucking world is gone. I'm out here all alone. I, I fucked with the national security. I fucked with this country. I, I he knows what he did, mm -hmm. and I, he obviously he's scared to not tell the truth. Well, Jim Jordan's trying to give him the out. He he told him straight up. He's like, listen, just like, just say the FBI fucking manipulated you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like he's trying to give him a fucking out. And if they yeah. were smart, they would use that. Well, do you have that clip? No, it was just an exchange. Okay. Um, but here's the interesting thing, man. Right? Like we saw those videos, right? Mm -hmm. Well, this is what the mainstream media, all the other counter arguments, this is their consensus. They say, 
this this headline reads, it says, why the hearing on Twitter, Hunter Biden backfired on Republicans. Republicans held an oversight hearing intending to prove government abuses. It backfired in ways the GOP should have seen coming. They're trying to downplay the fucking absolute roast that went on yesterday. Uh, it says either the Republican was uh, was watching something else or he didn't understand what he's seen. This hearing, months in the making, did real damage to his and his party's cause. GOP members had plenty of time to get ready for this, quote, historic event, uh, but they nevertheless showed up unprepared and were caught flat-footed when the hearing produced the opposite of the intended evidence. How? How? Like, dude, well, this is just blatant, a pr- blatant propaganda lie for people that won't watch it. That's all it is. Like, yeah. that's unbelievable. Like, he- <laughs> like, like, we're going to totally, completely, 180 degree tell you that something else happened because we don't think you're going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we have the proof that the, the hearing worked. Does this look like a man that this hearing that, that's Bro, unfazed? He scared as fuck. Dude, does look- he look unfazed? Look at his face. Look at his eyes. He's crying. No, his eyes are glazed. This dude, this dude knows that his fuck, he might die for this. Does that look like somebody that's unfazed? No, but I suggest he tell the truth. I'm just saying, it's just, I mean. Yeah. Like, dude, these people are caught. Like, you're yeah. fucking caught, bro. You might as well tell the truth. Like, for real. Yeah, I, man. You know what? Real talk. And I hate to say this, but this is what just occurred in my brain. The fact that he's so scared makes him a massive target for someone to kill him. Oh, yeah. Because now they're going to think like, oh, fuck, Yol's going to fucking tell everybody the shit. That's why they're trying to put no, this no, no, shit no. out, listen, man. Yeah. Listen to what I'm saying. If I'm them, okay, and I think like them, and I see this dude cracking, I bet you, I, dude, I'll bet you they killed this dude. 100%, bro. Yeah. He just gave up that he's, the, yeah. the, 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 how they communicated. Yeah. Everybody else is on track. He, yeah, they, he better, they better fucking watch this guy. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I say sing like a fucking bird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, now, right you now. You know what I'm saying? Right yeah. now. Yeah. I would, I, if I was him, I would fucking trade every bit of information I had for protective custody if possible. Yeah. I would back that shit up either way. You know what I'm saying? Like have a fucking yeah. fail safe insurance policy yeah. just in case. Yeah. You know? And people are like, oh, you would rat? You're motherfucking right. Motherfucking right. Your fucking ass is on the fucking line. They're going to kill, they're going to kill these people. Yeah. That's the, that's the like you guys don't like people don't understand what has been done here is crimes against humanity. It's, it's, it's crime. What has been done here, the manipulation of society, the, the COVID, all that shit, the shit they did with COVID, mm-hmm. the closing of the businesses, the forcing of the vaccines, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All of this shit, when it gets packaged up and people realize that it's a, it's a, it's all together. Mm-hmm. People are going to be calling for fucking blood, bro. Like, and this is the, this is the first step. Don't say I didn't tell you. I told you this. Two, I, I fucking called it this three years ago. And now we're dealing with, you know, and dude, real talk. I don't have any fucking, I don't have any empathy for these people. No. I don't have any fucking sympathy for them. Like, bro, these people fuck, like, dude, you remember, like, did you read Yoel's tweets? Like, did you read his tweets? Like, I saw some of them. Yeah. Like, like the guy, these people are so smug. And they, so, they are so fucking untouchable that Entitled. they can do whatever the fuck they want to do. And they fucked your businesses. They fucked your families up. A lot of your people, a lot of you guys listening, uh, you know, you had f- people die. Some of you had to watch your fucking loved ones die over a fucking Zoom call. They closed your fucking schools. They fucked up your kids' mental health. They fucked up our mental health. 
They created division in society intentionally because they wanted to propagate their fucking political viewpoints. They fucking stole our money. They closed our, like, bro, what these people are guilty of is not just, oh, you let child porn go on fucking Twitter. It's way, way, way more than that. It's all of it. Yeah, it's all of it. The state of the world today rests in the hands of these people and a few other people. There's, like I said, over and over, there's probably a thousand people in the world out of 8 billion that are causing the world almost all of its fucking frustration and pain. And once humanity wakes up to that and they understand the accountability is going to be fucking harsh. You know, people say, oh, well, who's going to do that? Just wait till everybody figures it out, bro. Like you think you're mad. Like you've been on the conspiracy theory side for the whole time, right? You think you're pissed off because no one listened to you. Think about the motherfucker that had to watch their fucking dad die on Zoom and then got forced to take two vaccines or five vaccines, whatever fuck they got, whatever number they're at right now. Yeah. And they got to walk around the entire rest of their life wondering when the fuck they're going to kick it because they were manipulating and taking the shit. Once all those people wake the fuck up and understand what's going on, people like this dude and the people who organized this, they are fucking done, which is why I believe they're going to try to start this fucking massive war before that actually happens. Well, it's funny you say that, Andy, because that takes us right to headline number three. Well, it only makes sense. Yeah. It only makes sense. If you're caught doing something and you're, whatever it is is unforgivable, this is the equivalent of them flipping the game board over. Yeah. I, yeah. Well, right? Fuck it. Fuck it. Nobody Flip the wins. game board over. Now how, how you, like, bro, ruin the world. Yep. And that's what they're going to do if people don't resist it. Yep. <clears throat> well, this is our uh, third and final headline, guys. Headline number three. Headline number three reads, how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline. By the way, I said it right after the fucking attack, I believe. Mm -hmm. Kind of yeah. like I said, like the Friday that the Ukraine shit popped off. I told you what that was too. And you all mm -hmm. fucked with me about that. And here we are. And then you all told me that I was crazy. And so there's no way the U.S. would fucking blow up the Nord Stream. That's fucking crazy. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> Dude. Dude, it's like, uh, all right, go ahead. Man. Yeah, so, so this guy, Seymour Hirsch, okay. Um, <laughs> Isn't he, he a Pulitzer Prize winning guy? He is. Yeah. And, and he, he, he put all of this together with evidence and facts. Not, not, this is not allegedly, okay. This is not Andy Frisella saying it. The, this is somebody with some credibility. I'm just saying. This guy here, he's done some shit. He won a Pulitzer Prize. If it looks like a shit. duck, if, if it looks like a duck, it walks like a duck. Hmm. It's, it's fucking Joe Biden. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. All right. So he starts it off. He says, uh, last June, this is how he's putting all this together. Okay, last June, the Navy divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Ball Tops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines, according to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning, okay? Two of the pipelines, which were known collectively as Nord Stream 1, uh, had been providing Germany and much of Western Europe with cheap Russian natural gas for more than a decade. The second pair of pipelines, called Nord Stream 2, had been built but were not yet operational. Now, with Russian troops massing on the Ukrainian border in the bloodiest war in Europe since 1945 looming, President Joseph Biden saw the pipelines as a vehicle for Vladimir Putin to weaponize natural gas for his political and territorial ambitions. Okay, now, of course, 
Our U.S. government is denying the bombshell report, claiming that United States blew up North Stream pipelines. Um, uh, remember that clip of that woman saying, uh, if, if Vladimir does this, uh, Nord Stream 2 will cease to exist. Oh, yeah. Biden said it, too. I got the it, video yeah. for you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but a government spokesperson just said yesterday, uh, uh, said on Wednesday that a bombshell report claiming the United States Navy destroyed the Nord Stream pipeline system is, quote, utterly false. Um, and they keep saying that. That's their, that's their official statement. Now, I want to take us back to February, um, February 7th, okay? of 2022. Here's a video of Joseph Biden. Um, check this out. Let me answer this first question first. If Germany, if, uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. But, do, but how will you how will you do that exactly since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will. Uh, I promise you we'll be able to do it. Now, that's that, that's February 7th of 2022. And when okay. they blow it up. Um, so it was. a. So this is uh, he actually has a pretty cool little graphic for it, too. So that was uh, February 7th of 2022. Um, he's saying that on June, in June, sometime in June of 2022, the U.S. Navy divers, they planted the remote-controlled C-4 on pipelines. Then on September 26th, a Norwegian surveillance plane dropped sonar buoys onto the surface of the Baltic Sea. The buoy then emitted a sequence of unique low-frequency tonal sounds. The sensors on the C-4 detected those signals and detonated the explosives. Okay. Um, and again, this is from a source that had direct operational knowledge of this being carried out. Okay. Um, says it over and over again. Do you uh, think this is a coincidence that this is coming out now based on what I just said in the last absolutely. question? Absolutely. No, no, no. It is not a coincidence. There is no, no fucking. Oh, you, oh, I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, like not a Yes. There is no coincidence that this is coming out right now yeah. as their whole fucking life is falling apart. Release the Kraken. <clears throat> That's right. Because <laughs> now they know, if Russia knows that they did it, that's an act of fucking war. It's a direct action of war. Yeah. Um, you know, and, the, and, and like I said, he has proof. The U.S. Navy, they even posted pictures of themselves planting mock explosives in the Baltic Sea where the pipelines would explode three months later. They, have, like, they took their own pictures of it. Mm -hmm. But don't worry. It was just a training exercise. Okay. Um, and then the, from the, uh, from I swam in the Baltic Sea one time. Did you really? Yeah, bro. That's not bad. Yeah. Was it salty? It is it cold like as balls? fuck. Oh, it was cold. It's cold. Yeah. It, I was in Hamburg, Germany. We went to the beach in Hamburg. Oh. Yeah, it was fucking cold. Oh. I think that's the Baltic Sea. Google that up. What's the, what's the, I, I'm pretty sure it's the Baltic Sea. Let's see. Right there at the top yeah. of Germany. Yeah. Yeah, right there. Yeah, could, yeah. yeah man, it's fucking cold. Cold water right there. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're a shower or a grower. Yeah. Like the water's too cold. <laughs> it's cold. Let's be real. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, and, and, and everybody's talking about it. Um, obviously, MSM, they're trying to stick on the, 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 the U.S.'s response that it was, um, you know, that it was nothing. But um, Russia's already said that they're not playing. And there's going to be consequences. What do we got? I mean. Well, what's, what, what's Russia having to say? 
Uh, let me pull up their exact quote for you. I mean, dude, look, it's what I was getting ready to say when I asked you if it was a coincidence. You know, it doesn't seem like, 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 dude, look, this is all planned out. Like, <laughs> they knew. I wouldn't be surprised if the United States intentionally released the information of this to further propagate the war. Like, they're making it appear like somebody caught them when in reality, because like, bro, what are they going to say? Oh, hey, yeah, we blew it up. Let's fucking go. They don't want to do that because the American people won't support that. Right? No. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? No. Yeah. But if they got exposed doing it and then Russia retaliates, that will fucking drive the morale of the American people to, to, for the war. To after. justify it, yeah. So, I mean, strategically, this makes sense to me yeah. how, how this is all coming about. Uh, one statement, they said, um, by and large, yesterday's publication confirmed a conclusion we made for ourselves. The official representative of the foreign ministry said yesterday that we never had any doubts that the United States, possibly other NATO countries, were involved uh, in this outrageous sabotage. Um, and there was also talks. Uh, Russia is demanding consequences for whoever is responsible, pointing the finger at the U.S. after Hirsch's blog post. And I saw another statement. It was a pretty sinister one. Um, because you gotta understand, dude, uh, that that cost them half a billion dollars. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't you know like a little little. Bro, quick listen, fix. nobody supports a world war. There's not a single American citizen out there, other than the people in Washington, who are going to profit from it, that are excited about it, or the guys that own the weapons companies with the government contracts. Everybody else is anti-war. Mm -hmm. Everybody else is they're either supporting Ukraine because they've been made to believe that Ukraine is this little puppy dog that's getting beat by the big bad wolf. <clears throat> but they don't understand the implications. If they understood the implications on a mass scale of what this is going to create and what their support for that little puppy dog that actually isn't a puppy dog, it's actually like a thief that keeps fucking with you and keeps fucking with you and keeps fucking with you and you can't do anything about it. And eventually you kill them. And that's what's actually been going on with Ukrainian government and fucking Russia for fucking decades. Okay, so... They're making it seem something it's not. It's playing on the heartstrings of Americans. Those Americans might support Ukraine, but they're not understanding what this is actually going to lead to. Okay, if they actually understood what this is going to lead to, they would not support this effort. And I would encourage people, if they do support it, to really think about what this is going to lead to and what it's going to mean. Because what we're talking about here is a war with Russia and Ukraine, a war with China and Taiwan, and a war with Iran in the Middle East and potentially a war here in the United States. Very possibly. Like this is not a this is not an Afghanistan. This is not a desert storm. This is not an Iraq. This is not drone strikes. This is like it's going to touch you. Yeah. It's going to fuck up your life. Like real talk. And it's not going to be just somebody you know or one of your uncles or your cousins that goes over there and gets fucking killed. It's going to be your entire fucking street, everybody you know. Every fucking way of life that we know in America being fucked with because you guys support something you don't understand what you're supporting. And so, like, dude, it's, you know, I think there needs to be a, a very, very strong anti-fucking world war movement here in America because what they're doing, in my opinion, with the balloon thing, okay, and now with this thing, is they're trying to get the Americans riled up to go to war, mm -hmm. right? Like, if they can, if they could provoke Russia to attack the United States, everybody here is going to be like, "Fuck it, get them! Fuck yeah, bro, get them!" But that only works right? without provocation, huh? That, that can only work without the provocation. We started the shit. We're not going to support it. Pe people, 
if they come here and attack us, no one's going to give a fuck. They're yeah. going to be like, fucking, let's kill them. Yeah, sure. You know what I'm saying? And, and our government knows that. Our government knows that. Yeah. Our government knows that if China fucking sends a missile here or, or whatever, that everybody here is going to fucking freak, freak the fuck out. And they also know that that's their only way to avoid accountability for what they've been doing for the last fucking 12 years. So, you know, I think it's going to happen. I think we're going to deal with a fucking major attack here on this soil in order to fucking create the, the support and the morale needed for the war effort that they're trying to create so they can get fucking rich and avoid accountability for what they're doing. Yeah. That's my opinion and my assessment of the situation. Yeah. I think people, I think people, should, you know, I, I think most people don't understand, like, dude, not in my lifetime have we ever had a war here in this country. Nobody, yeah. nobody that's of military age or even a little older that could still, you know, fuck some shit up a little bit. We never had that. It's never happened. Do we really think that we're equipped as Americans to deal with that? Do we really have a, a long line of young strapping men that are going to fight this fucking war? Do we have that? Fuck no. I don't know. I mean, they've been trying for, for the last 20 years to demasculate our men, to make our men fucking weak. They've destroyed them with feminism. They've destroyed them with indoctrination. They've destroyed them with every like toxic masculinity and all this bullshit. And bro, I've been telling you, I've been on this game, this fucking same storyline for years. I told you motherfuckers during George Floyd. I told you during all these points of contention, we are the same. We are Americans. Other people in the world, all the other people in the world except us, look at us as Americans. They do not see black Americans and white Americans. They do not see Democrat Americans or Republican Americans. They do not see gay Americans and straight Americans. They don't see rich Americans and poor Americans. They see fucking Americans, bro, and they don't fucking like them. Okay, and we're all over here fighting each other, fucking up all our shit, and all these people will be happy to see all of us fucking go away. And so until we all come to that realization and start loving each other and uniting and not letting these our own government propagate us into a fucking disaster that could ruin our whole entire lives, take your entire whole life away from you, your entire country away from you, until we understand that, that that's what's happening, this will continue to go. And it could be potentially life altering or life ending for a lot of the people listening to the show that's just real and we're not considering that we've never had a conflict at that scale in, in my lifetime not even fucking close the same fucking vietnam the same fucking you know this is this is a major flipping over of the table and their hope is to because like dude here's what i believe i believe that their plan was to inch it in over the agenda 2030, right? Mm -hmm. The Great Reset. They used COVID to start it and they thought everybody was just going to go with it and take it. And I believe that, okay, that's what Klaus Schwab and the people at the World Economic Forum talk about. A new, a new future, a new future, a new future. Well, to create this new future, you have to destroy the, the current reality. Mm -hmm. And they've tried to do that. They've tried to do that with COVID. They tried to do that with immigration. They tried to do that mass migration. They've tried to do that many different ways. Inflating the dollars, uh, fucking with supply chain, creating fucking fake crises that don't exist. Like, like there's a, you know, a lack of food and shit, like burning down the fucking, uh, the, the chicken factories yeah. and the cow factories, buying up the farm. These people are manipulating everything to fucking uh, try and reset the world. Well, it's not working. Because most people are like, nah, yeah, fuck you. Okay. Even the people who got sucked into in the beginning, they're like, nah, this is fucked up, dude. Uh, Bill Gates ain't the fucking God of, of the, of the world. Right. Right. Klaus Schwab ain't the God of the world. Like people are starting to realize this and because people are starting to realize this and we didn't adopt their, their, their slow, gradual plan. I believe that their second plan 
was just to create a mass fucking war and destroy the planet with the hope of rebuilding it their way afterwards. Okay. And that, if they do that, then what's going to happen is uh, they're probably going to end up getting their way. Yeah. Yeah. So I think this is a critical time, not only for our country, but for humanity, for people to wake up, understand what's going on, be vocal against it, stand against it, and realize that, like, dude, our entire futures are at stake here. It's not alarmism. Like, this could happen very quickly. And the fact that Nord Stream 2 is now known to be a United States attack, do you think that Vladimir Putin is just going to let that fucking fly, bro? No, he's going to blow some shit up of ours. He's going to blow an aircraft carrier up or send a fucking missile over here or do something. He has to he has or he's going to lose yeah. respect. Yeah. So, like, bro, this is an intention. They, they, they did this. They blew it up. They pretended they didn't blow it up. They sat on the information knowing they blew it up and released it at the critical time of when everybody else was starting to wake up to the shit. You know, there's no mistake that Yoel Roth and, and uh, these people from Twitter are being fucking grilled and the shit, the truth's coming out. And then on the same literal time frame, this information is being released that confirms that we did an act of war against Russia. That's, a fu- that's not a fucking coincidence. So, you know, I think it's very important for people to fucking understand the severity of what could potentially happen here. Yeah. So, man, well, guys, moving on to our final segment of the show, as always, we have thumbs up or dumb as fuck, where we show a headline, guys, so we get one of those two options. With that being said, our thumbs up or dumb AF headline reads, the inventor of the Pringles can was cremated and buried in one of them. I mean, it is an iconic can. <laughs> I mean, it is. Are you going down in a, in a, in a, in a level one container? No, because I, I didn't know. No, because like, bro, I didn't, invent, I didn't invent that container. It yeah. didn't revolutionize the industry. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like that, the fucking Pringles thing is an icon. Like a protein bottle is a protein bottle. That's it's true. not the same thing. Uh, okay, I can see that. You know, like, like if, you, <laughs> if you founded Jack Daniels, maybe you would be cremated and put in a Jack Daniels bottle. I can see that. Liquefied. Yeah, whatever, man. Yeah. You know, like, you know, those motherfuckers down in Kentucky probably drink it too. (laughs) (laughs) No offense, guys. I love you. (laughs) Is that Kentucky or Tennessee? That's Tennessee. Tennessee, Tennessee. whatever it is. Yeah. I mean, both, honestly. I I drink a drink. Don't worry. I'm with you guys. Yeah, so we uh, got to be good to our forces for what's about to go down. Yeah, no shit. We need all all the cousins. Yeah. Bro, we do. And that's coming from Missouri. We ain't fucking talking shit. We're yeah, just telling no. the truth. Hey, we just stop. We, 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 don't, we don't start with our cousins. Yeah, see, like third no, one no, removed. No. It's cousins here, but in Arkansas, it's brothers and sisters. It's true. It's true. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're going to hate us. Uh, I don't care. We love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the article reads this. Well, the good thing about Midwestern people is they can take a fucking joke. Oh, 100%. Yeah. They're, they're laughing at the shit, too. Yeah. They know it's true. All jokes are funny if they're true. Uh, the article reads, next time you pull your hand out of a Pringles can and lick the leftover flavoring off your fingers, think about the fun fact that the creator of the tube had his ashes buried in one. Uh, that's one way to ruin a Texas barbecue binge. As morbid as that might sound, it's actually true. So Frederick J. Uh, Bauer from Cincinnati was so proud of his Pringles can creation that he was buried in one of the colorful containers after he passed away on May 4th, 2008 at the age of 89. Throughout his life, uh, Bauer worked as an organic chemist and food storage technician at Procter & Gamble, the manufacturing company now behind Head & Shoulders, Gillette, and Ariel. 
Um, Bauer specialized in research and development and quality control for the company and is credited as having state, uh, started working on the idea for Pringles in the mid-1950s uh, when he was looking to find an alternative to potato chips. Uh, following his death, Bauer's children honored the request and placed some of his cre- uh, cremated remains into one of the containers, which was buried in suburban Springtown, uh, Springfield Township in Ohio. It's unclear whether Bauer's burial can had a flavor attached to it, uh, but we can only hope it wasn't a, tum- a tube of the sour cream and onion. Um, they might taste good, but nobody wants to be surrounded by that smell for eternity. Yeah. Is sour cream and onion the green one or the orange one? I think those are the, the green ones. Yeah. I like the, ch- the, the sour cream and cheddar ones. I think that's the orange ones. Yeah, that's the orange ones. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Bro, I, you ever eat one Pringle at a time? Like, is no, that? No, no, I do like two or three. No, you do a stack. Yeah, for sure. It's like four. Four is the magic number of Pringles at once. Yeah, that's a lot. I, I like, I'm because. You yeah. ever wonder why we were both like so fucking fat? <laughs> is that we stacking fucking Pringles? Bro, because like for every motion a normal person does with like one chip, it's four for me. Yeah, no, I can, you know, like it's like fucking fries. You eat one French fry at a time? Fuck no. Fuck no. Bro, I got at least four or five French fries every single bite. That's, that's, yeah. Every single bite. Unless they're steak fries. That's law. If they're steak fries, like. The I, little crunch, you know, like ones. the wedge fries. Oh yeah, like those can that's be different. One. Yeah, that's fine. That's one at a time. Yeah, like shoestring fries, bro. Yeah, I'm bro, fucking that's handful. A handful. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking. It's fat dude code, bro. Hey man, you can't. If you want to be buried in a pring. Well, here's what's cool about this story, is that this wasn't the owner of Pringles. This is the guy who contributed to Pringles. Yeah, it was part of the process. That's really cool. Yeah, you know, that's a big deal. If you were gonna pick a flavor to go in, though, bro, like what's the blue one over there? Is that Cool Ranch? Is that Cool or is Ranch? that Doritos? Oh. Anyway, if I was going to pick a flavor to be buried in, I would be. I would have a hard time picking the original. What would so, you pick? Salt and pepper for you. Extra salt. <laughs> Extra salt. <laughs> yeah, with, they the cream, got, with the cream soda, bitch. I need the grape. I need the grape grape soda flavor. <laughs> they got those. <laughs> <laughs> Extra salt, extra vinegar. Yeah, right, yeah, there yeah, we go. Salt and vinegar. Yeah. I think that, yeah, there we go. A little cream soda, wash yeah. that shit down. Oh, oh it blue is? And salt and vinegar? Yeah, it looks like I'd be in a blue one. <laughs> <laughs> what are we giving on this, man? Ah, dude, I think it's cool, That's man. cool, thumbs you know, up. Like, dude, I think, there's, I think people should be honored for their contributions to the, their life's work. I mean, like, bro, we only get, you know, we probably only get two or three things that we, an opportunity to do th- two or this is something yeah. I'm going to get into a lesson here, but this is real talk. Like, dude, we only get probably two or three real opportunities to do something that is significant in life. It's legendary. And what, what, yeah. what's cool is, is like even something as cool as just inventing a new way of eating chips can be a fucking legacy. Yeah. And I mean, that might not be the legacy that you guys think is that cool, but I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. I think no matter what you guys are doing out there, no matter what you contribute to, there's an opportunity for you to contribute in a way that could totally transform any, any, the project that you're working on, whether that be a company, an organization. And I think that's what this gentleman did. You know, he, 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 he thought outside the box. He innovated. It fucking was a home run. It changed the trajectory of a whole bunch of people's lives. The people who own that company, the people who work at that company. His family. Who, yeah, his family. Like, bro, I, I think it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And I think it's an example of like how you can truly build a legacy as an entrepreneur. Because, mm-hmm. you know, this is an entrepreneur show at its heart. And uh, a lot of people think they got to go out and be an entrepreneur, that they're an entrepreneur. We talked about this. We, we talk about this a lot. Uh, but, dude, entrepreneurs are fucking super, 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 super fucking valuable. And honestly, those are the people that create most of the innovative shit. Yeah. 
These are not like the owners of the company. It's it's people who inside the company decide they want to contribute and create, and Indeed. you know they end up doing something amazing. I mean, I I know that like I'm, you know, a chip can doesn't sound that amazing, but like, dude, if you think about what that can means to American culture, it's it's iconic. It's pretty real, yeah. Not to mention Pringles is the, is the only chip company that kept it real, bro. Like, there's no fucking like it's not full of fucking air. Like a bag of Lay's, bro. Oh yeah. Like they yeah. they fill that motherfucker up to the top. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like but a can of Pringles, bro. It still is like it's a one sitting thing. Like I mean, yeah. a whole can. Yeah. I wish they made it bigger for my hand to fit all the way in. You'd just be fatter. Yeah. So now I just do like the. They did you a favor. You know, yeah. You just dump the shit in. <laughs> yeah. When it gets down to like two half chips and a bunch of crumbs, I'm dumping. It. Hey, just dump it, yeah, baby. Everybody does that shit. Yeah. That's not a fat guy. I'll fucking move. shake it up, break yeah. them up a little bit. Yeah. All right. And that might be. I never heard of that one. Oh, you teach me your ways. Yeah. Hey, I got shake you. it, break <laughs> it up, huh? <laughs> so you actually take the lid out, you put it back on. Yeah, put the lid back on. Fucking. Or you shake just use it. your hand on the top. You get either or. Really? Either or. If you want a little extra sweat and salt, this is a new trick. Use your hand. All right. Yeah, just shake that motherfucker up. We'll try that next time. Hey, thanks for the tip, dude. I got you. Hey, follow me for more fat guy chips. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, Andy, that's all I got, man. All right, guys, don't be a hoe. Share the show. On the floor, now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, does a no. Headshot, case closed.